I hope you all had a, a or an opportunity yesterday to uh, celebrate the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and I, I hope your day was blessed. Mine certainly was. Hearing uh, seven or, or more hours of confessions was a wonderful day. Thank God for his mercy and for the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And we see mercy in our in our scripture readings today. It's very interesting. There's a play between the Gospel and our first reading from Exodus. Jesus, in our Gospel, speaks about Moses. And he says, I'm not going to accuse you. you got one to accuse you. Moses. Moses is going to be the one that's going to accuse you. But then he also says that if you really believed Moses, you'd believe me because Moses wrote of me. Uh, and he also says about God that you've never seen his form and you've never heard his voice. It's kind of interesting, right? So if you look back in Exodus, we've got these events. We've got God coming down on Mount Sinai and literally a big booming voice going forth so that all the Israelites could hear him giving the Ten Commandments. I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt, so forth and so on. And, uh, you know, it seems like there was some kind of visible form of God to, to look upon and to see in the, in the Exodus. But Jesus says you've never seen his form, you've never heard his voice. It's very interesting. Uh, and then also, ironically, you know, he says Moses is the one to condemn you, but then we read about Moses in our first reading doing, doing the opposite. He's not trying to condemn the Israelites, he's trying to save them. He's, he's interceding and mediating with God on their behalf. Have mercy upon them. Spare them, O God. Okay, so what, what is Jesus talking about? Because on the surface, it seems like he's in contradiction to the Old Testament. Uh, it, that, of course, is never the case. And whenever there appears to be a conflict between one scripture passage and another one, it's a beautiful opportunity. It's an invitation to go deeper, to go deeper, to try to seek understanding. There's something we don't know that we're going to find out. And, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot to it. Of course, I can't exhaust the meaning and the mystery of the Bible, but a, a few, few thoughts here. First of all, when Jesus says, you have one to accuse you, Moses is going to accuse you, he's talking about the, the Old Testament law in general. So, for example, Moses was the one that essentially gave the Israelites the law uh, not to worship idols. Okay, well, here they are, breaking the law, worshiping an idol. And so, in that sense, Moses is the accuser of the Israelites, and whenever the Pharisees in Jesus' day would uh, uh, fall short of righteousness and virtue, they're going to have the, the Old Testament law given through Moses to be their accuser. That's what Jesus is speaking about. Uh, what about him saying that Moses wrote about me? Well, you've got some obvious prophecies. Moses and, and is the traditional author of the first five books of the Bible. Today, modern scholars kind of doubt that and question that, and there's some kind of dispute and debate about that, but if you just take it on face value as in terms of what Jesus is talking about, you got Moses, the traditional author, the first five books of the Bible, and if you look in those books, there's a number of prophecies about the coming of the Messiah. Very, very powerful prophecy in Genesis chapter uh, chapter 3, Genesis chapter, I think it's 48, it talks about the... the um, there's a king of Judah who's going to come and who's going to rule. And then uh, in Deuteronomy, Moses speaks about a prophet who will come like me and so forth and so on. So there's some very explicit prophecies that Moses writes about concerning the Messiah. But more than that, at a deeper level, 
Moses writes about Jesus in the sense that he records all of the different foreshadowings of the Incarnation. And that's really, I think, the deeper issue going on here in this passage. Jesus says, God, you've never seen his form, you've never heard his voice. In the Old Testament, whenever we see God doing all of this special effects and light shows for us on Mount Sinai, and he's coming and he's, his voice is booming and all so forth, those are all created realities that God and his omnipotence can just kind of line up. It's a, it's a manifestation. It's a way that God communicates to human beings, okay? And the, the way that he chose to communicate to them back in that time. So those are just literally air particles and uh, photons and, and just these different material realities that God in his almighty power assembles and uses, as it were, uh, as a kind of a pen to write to us, to communicate to us. So God himself... Uh, the divine nature, I should say, does not have a form and does not have a voice box. Okay, God is so transcendent. He's way beyond any created reality. But whenever he chose to sort of communicate with these light shows and special effects and voices and whatnot from heaven, it was a foreshadowing of the time when he would become a man. God appears oftentimes as in human forms in the Old Testament. Moses writes about God in a, in a very human manner. Here's God kind of losing his temper. He's going to spank the Israelites so forth and so on. It's, an all, it's a human manner of portraying God. Okay? It's not uh, to be taken literally. And it's all a foreshadowing of the time when God would become man so as to have mercy upon us, as we see Moses doing. You know, Moses, in what he's doing with God in Exodus, mediating with God on behalf of the Israelites, that too is a foreshadowing of Jesus. That too is Moses writing about Jesus, as it were. Um, the scriptures say that there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. The man Christ Jesus. God becoming man in the Son of God. This is the supreme, unique mediator, and it's through his death on the cross and the graces that he merited for us from that great act of love that enable us to be reconciled to God, that enable us to be able to say, yes, the law is against me, but God's mercy is for me. And I have this wonderful mediator, Jesus Christ, and it's through his intercession that I am forgiven and I am saved. So it is in this sense that we are to believe Moses uh, for he wrote of Christ.